Milk finger. Milk finger. Ooh, he's the man. The man with the Midas touch. So snip away. Thank you for joining us for episode 15 of the Bag of Milk podcast. I'm Will, and I'm here with Fias. Say hi, Fias. Why, hello. And um, thank you again, Fias. I, I always do thank you, and I just want to know how much I appreciate it. And I think the listeners appreciate the hard work that goes into the, the themes that you do for each episode. And this week's episode is no different than, you know, the others. The quality is great. And I'm sure that, you know, the kids at home will really appreciate uh, the themes that you make. Uh, you know, this week we do have a theme, obviously. It's going to be spy movies and TV shows. And uh, I know most people are fans of spy films. Certainly the uh, the James Bond, is that what his name is? Yes, James Bond. Does he have a middle name? I think his name is Bond, James Bond. James is his middle name. His first name is Bond, last name Bond, middle name James. Bond, James Bond. That would make sense. Okay, well, maybe if somebody's listening, if they do know uh, his actual middle name, maybe they could tell us or we could Google it. But um, on this week's episode, we've got a few uh, great things to uh, talk about. Um, we're going to talk uh, a little bit about our favorite spy movie quotes. We're also going to have uh, a little bit of banter, Fias. I know that um, our regular listeners... And non-regular listeners love the banter when we have it. Again, it's sort Our of like non-regular listeners love the banter. They really do. And our regular non-regular listeners also love the banter. It's sort do of they? like... Yeah, they do. That's what I've... Well, I don't really know, but I would if I was a non-regular listener. I know that you're regular. <laughs> you certainly do. Banter is sort of like professional talking. Now, we are by mono, no means professionals, but this is... This is our attempt at professional talking. Um, so we're going to talk about uh, non-Bond spy films, you know, because there are quite a few out there. Uh, then we're also going to have a new segment in the vein of some of our previous uh, segments that you've done. This week, it's going to be Bond villain or blush color. And I have to say that we have had some confusion from some listeners as to what the hell that's all about. But you know what? Mm. Again, the ASMR listeners, they love it. Like, they literally just love it. They'll listen to that over and over again because they... You know, it's just so, so enjoyable for them. We love our ASMR listeners. Yes. And we also have, uh, well, I have a spy quiz for you and hopefully you'll do well on it. Ooh. I know that you're, uh, you're good as far as quizzes go. The last quiz we had, you did really well on, and then we're going to end uh, up quiz with go? quiz go. <laughs> and then we're going to have our celebrity fantasy battle. Did we do one last week? I don't remember. Last week it was, yeah, last week was the uh, Lion King versus the... Um, uh, the... Ah, yes, that's right. It was Mufasa versus yes. Poe. Wow, it was 
pretty uh, unforgettable, obviously. Very bloody. Well, this week it's going to be Austin Powers versus the Spy Kids. And I know, I don't know about you, Fias, but mm. I was a big fan of the Spy Kids films, the Robert Rodriguez ones. Um, they were quite enjoyable. And, um, you know, again. How many Spy Kids films were there? Well, there was three. And then they three. did a they did a one later on where the Spy Kids grew up. So there's four. Yeah, and then like Joel McHale was in the the later one. Hey, I met Joel McHale one time. Did you know that? I think I did. Yeah, he's yeah. the e the uh, entertainment e channel guy. Yeah, he was the talk soup guy, but he's done other talk stuff, soup. But yeah, um, but yeah, there was a fourth Spy Kids, and they the the third one and the second one had my favorite Spy Kids character, the Dinkster. The Dinkster. Oh, yeah. So by the time they got to the fourth one, where they like, uh, were they still kids? No, no. It was like something like 10 years later. So it was kind of like, hey, you kids love the spy kids. Now they're spy adults. Spy punks. Yeah. Spy rebels. But um, there was no Dinkster in that because the Dinkster was played by the late Bill Paxton. Ah, Bill Paxton. Yeah. You know, we should do a, we should do a, a sometime do a, an episode about like, sci-fi aliens and we could talk about bill paxton in aliens but oh know. yes and yafit kato oh yafit kato yes and what's that little worm thing that comes out of the guy's stomach i think it's called the yafit kato <laughs> it certainly is well you know what first off um again we don't have any feedback this week and we really would appreciate some feedback you know like just something honestly i think i i was expecting some feedback from the last episode saying that that last episode was really long but we technically did keep it under an hour because it was at 59 minutes and 59 seconds although i think it said 59 minutes and 60 seconds somewhere didn't it it did say that yeah somewhere on the side it did say 59 minutes and 60 seconds and i'm like yes Yes. Oh, no. No. But anyways, please provide feedback, email, Facebook. Again, if you haven't signed up for the email updates, go onto the website, bagofmilkpodcast.com, punch that little email address in there. And punch we'll send, it. We'll send you out a cute little, warm little email every week to remind you. And we won't send you extra ones. We won't. Nope. We won't. Nope. No, no, no. Let's go into our first topic of the week, Fias. That's going to be our favorite spy movie quotes. What uh, What would you say that some of your favorite spy movies are? Well, the Bond ones, of course, are amazing. And if we're talking about uh, quotes, um, my f- one of well, one of my favorite uh, uh, Bond movie quotes is in the movie Goldfinger, I believe, mm. when. Um, James Bond is introduced to the character Pushy Galore. The first time she tells him her name, he says, I must be dreaming. Who are you? My name is Pussy Galore. I must be dreaming. That was a good one. You know, my one of my favorite quotes, probably maybe my favorite quote from a Bond film, is also, I believe, from Goldfinger. And then that's where Bond says, uh, do you expect me to talk? And then Goldfinger says, no, Mr. Bond, we expect you to die. No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. But then oddly enough, one of my favorite spy movie quotes is actually from Transpotting, or Transpotting, uh, what's that film? The Scottish film. Transpotting the spy movie. <laughs> Transpotting. Heroin addicted espionage punks. 
<laughs> no, but the one character says, um, you see the beast, the beast money, Penny. I don't know if that was actually in a, in a Bond film, but that was a good quote. Mm. <laughs> what, uh, what's another uh, Bond movie quote? Fias? Another Bond movie quote? Or sorry, not um, just a Bond movie. Another favorite spy quote. Really, we don't want to focus just on Bond films. Well, of course, I'm also a big fan of all the Austin Powers movies. Mm-hmm. And in Austin Powers' gold member, when uh, Michael Caine plays um, Austin Powers' dad, and there's a scene when the little uh, short dude, what's uh, what's his name? Um, the little, uh, you know, Mini-Me. Mini-Me? Mini-Me. And um, yeah. Michael Caine is unaware that Mini-Me is uh, right there next to him pointing a mm-hmm. gun at him. And when he does finally see that, oh, there, there's somebody there, he says, blimey, I thought I smelled cabbage. And I thought that was hilarious. Give yourself up while you've still got a chance. Okay, okay. You've got me. Nigel Powers, meet Mini-Me. Oh, blimey, I thought I smelled cabbage. And there's another great one from that movie, too, mm-hmm. where... They're face to face with Goldmember, who who is Dutch, and Michael Caine is like very upset, and he goes, "Goldmember, there's only two things I can't stand in this world: people intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch." <laughs> and I thought that was a good one too. That is a good one, and I just let me, um, you know, just state for any of our Dutch listeners. Uh, we we uh, love the Dutch. I mean, well, maybe we don't love the Dutch, but we certainly don't have anything against the Dutch. And we love cabbage. Cabbage is here. Cabbage is here. See how they look. See how they look. They are so round and big and huge. We do love cabbage. Um, you know, I have to say, Fias, though, I don't really have a lot of spy movie quotes that I'm, I'm, uh, you know, really a fan of. Then why the hell are we doing this segment? <laughs> because I was hoping you would have more. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? Um, the Naked Gun films, you know, kind of generally, there were so many good quotes in those films. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously. But I mean, you know, everybody loves the, you know, shaken, not stirred and all the, you know, the favorite ones. But is um, Mission Impossible, is that a spy movie? Yeah, sure. I think they uh they're all counterintelligence officers or intelligence officers or what what exactly is the difference between intelligence and counterintelligence? Counterintelligence seems like the opposite of intelligence. So it would be kind of like stupidity. Like a bunch of dumb guys. Yeah, with so guns. That's not, that's not really good a really good description of what they do. Anti-intelligence. Yeah, it's like anti-counter what would anti-counterintelligence be? Back to intelligence, I guess. Oh, actually, you know what? I just thought about one of my favorite um, spy movie quotes. It's when uh, E.T. goes, phone home. I love that film. Because technically, oh, E.T. So was good. a spy from another he world. Was. He oh. was. That's what people don't understand. You know, they don't, they're not reading the subtext of that movie. E.T. was a spy coming in to infiltrate the oith. He was and... coming to get the Reese's Pieces. Mm. Take them back so they could dissect them and then make their own on the planet. <laughs> yes. Oh, I have another quote too. It's okay. the one where uh, an old lady in that Meg Ryan movie says, I'll have what she's having. 
<laughs> that, you know, is Meg uh, Ryan a spy in that film? I think she's definitely a spy. It had to be you. It had to be you. Let's move on to uh, a spy quiz. Now, I've got a spy quiz for you, Fias. And Ooh, this, this, okay. I try to make this a little bit tougher than no? the normal quizzes. I think, uh, you know, you've done quite well. And I think I've, I've, I've kind of leveled up this quiz so that we can, you know, maybe catch, not catch you, but challenge you. I want you to be challenged. And if you're challenged, the listeners will be challenged. <laughs> I mean, our listeners probably are challenged if they're still. Sounds listening. like you want me to eat some humble pie. That's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. What, what is humble pie? It was, they were a band in the 70s, weren't they? Oh, yeah, that's right. And Oh, don't eat them. That's weird. No. Okay, so here's, here's the first question. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Question one. What spy never carried a gun rarely used far-fetched gadgets, never got the girl, and rarely killed anyone on screen. Spy, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with uh, Gene Wilder. In what film was that? That would be Stir Crazy. Okay. Um, let me ask you a question. Was Gene Wilder a spy in that film? No. Okay. So then you're wrong. But, um, you know, I appreciate yes. uh, the effort on that. Um, no, I'm going to give you a little bit of a, a hint. So the spy okay. was on TV and there actually Ooh. were two different shows that he, this character was in. Was it secret agent man? Uh, well, yes, but what was the, what was his name? Oh, secret agent man. <laughs> Middle well. name agent. Very, very, well, you're close, but you didn't quite get the character's name. The character's name was John Drake. You used to call me on my cell phone. night when you need my love. He was in uh, Danger Man, and then in uh, North America, they uh, they called it Secret Agent for the second series. But it was really the same show. It was just, they were, they were like half an hour, half an hour um, shows, like the first episodes. You wouldn't think how can you how can you finish a show in half an hour? But they actually are pretty good. And in time, mm. and, and, and the theme song is is so good. Who is that? Johnny River Winter? Who is Johnny it? Rivers did that? the theme song for the North American version, which was Secret Agent. But in uh, in a lot of the world, they didn't. They just had it as Danger Man. And of course, who played him? Patrick McGowan. You certainly do. There's a man who leads a life of danger. To everyone he meets, he stays a stranger. And of course, he went on to one of my, if not the favorite show of mine, The Prisoner, where the, the in The Prisoner, he was a secret agent, but we didn't yes. actually know that he was John Drake. They never mentioned his name. Oh. Some people think it was, some people don't. It, let the nerds fight it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nerd! Let's move on to question two. Very good. You get maybe half a point for that one. Yes. Okay, so now, here's question two. Name three actors who have portrayed Tom Clancy's CIA agent Jack Ryan on film or TV. Ah, I haven't seen any of them, so I'm going to go with Dom DeLuise. Oh, okay. And uh, I'm going to go with uh, Cleavon Little. Okay. And the third would probably be Seth Rogen. 
Oh, wow. You know, um, not even close with any of them. Um, I'm Give not me a hint. Okay. Well, the first time the character Jack Ryan made an appearance on screen was in a film called The Hunt for Red October. Ah, so that would be the great Sean Connery. <laughs> the great Sean Connery was in the film Fies, but it was played by Alec Baldwin. Ooh, Alec Baldwin, yeah. Yes. Okay. Now, now then, he was next portrayed by Harrison Ford oh. in, I believe, in... Uh, the Hunt for Red November. Harrison Ford, I believe, played him in two films, and then Ben Affleck played him in, uh, what was that film, in 2002? Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Uh, were they still hunting submarines in all those ones? I believe so. Yeah, I think sure. that was the whole movie. You know, the Goodwill was hunting submarines Oh, called Red October. <clears throat> no, no. Or was it November? No, you're wrong. Anyways, he was hmm. in uh, he was in a film, and Chris Pine was in one of the films, and now John Krasinski, the office guy, he plays him on uh, TV, on the Jack Ryan TV series. Ah, I think that's the one on Amazon Prime, isn't it? That is. So basically, you could have got three points, and you got zero. Okay. I'm a little well, disappointed. Know, not really. No. Well, actually, I am. You can't tell me I'm not disappointed. I am. I'm going to get this one, Will. Okay, here we go. Okay, so number three. What TV show had a presumed dead ex-CIA agent and a billionaire software genius trying to stop crimes before they happen? The Fugitive. Oh, no. How's he going to stop crimes if he's, like, running all over the country, being chased and trying to find the one-armed man? Right, 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 right. Good point, Will, good point. Read me the description again. The description again is, what TV show had a presumed dead ex-CIA agent and a billionaire software genius trying to stop crimes before they happen? Oh, Knight Rider. No, wait, was Knight Rider a spy? He might have been. Michael Knight? Mm, I don't know, but he looked great in a bathing suit. Oh, yeah, and leather. nothing to do with spies no fires you didn't get this right it was person of interest with jim caviezel and michael emerson whoa jim caviezel played jesus jim caviezel also played number six in the prisoner remake which no one talks about who likes the prisoner wait a minute there was a prisoner remake yeah nobody it's not good I, i've never seen it i own it when? but i've never seen it when when was this made it, it has to on, have been recent it was on amc in like 2000. 10 or something it was uh jim caviezel um ian mckellen gene wilder gene wilder and actually i think carrot top played number two that's <laughs> no, why no, we got carrot top did a number two <laughs> that's why we got to get him on the podcast ask him come on carrot top come, come on, on the top. podcast if you're listening it's a freaking miracle okay well let's move on okay so here's another one in the man from uncle which was uh TV series, and then I think they did a film, a film, a uh, remake film with that. Uh, Love the movie. Love Arm the movie. Arm and Hammer guy, the guy that's now a cannibal and nobody wants mm-hmm. to hire. Um, what did Uncle stand for? Oh, I think I know this. Uh, Uncle. Uh, I'm going to go with Underwater, Nudist Colony, <laughs> Lecherous Experiment. Oh. 
That's actually pretty good, but not even close. Hmm. Can I uh, guess again? Sure. Uh, The United Nations of uh, Covert Leanings and executives oh uh, you know you're a little cl- you're a little closer with that you actually got the first one right it actually the answer was united network command for law and enforcement yes correct I, I you're you're correct i am good correct. one will yeah i know do i hit points yes you get points for that uh, well done yes well done well done and of course the man from uncle starring robert vaughn Now, the movie that just came out that was directed by Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Great movie, by the way. Great what, movie. Was that I, one with, I actually really, really love it. Mm. That was the one with Armand Hammer in it? Armand that was Hammer? Armand Hammer was in it. Uh, Tide, uh, uh, Sun, <laughs> Sunkist. Sunkist. All of them. They're all in it. Sunny D. <laughs> Sunny D. <laughs> okay. The Bounty Man. Oh, man. They should do a film with the guy, the, the Bounty Guy and Mr. Clean. And they just yeah, the Brawny Guy. Yeah, and they they do they sort of like they travel around fighting crime. Ooh, that sounds like a future celebrity fantasy battle to me, my man. Yeah, and then they are fighting over flow from Progressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, again, we've gotten a little off topic. Okay. Here's uh, we got one more question than a bonus question. I don't know why there's okay. a bonus question. I, I really I need to get these. I'm yeah. I'm ready. I'm I want I want to get this. Okay. Martin Landau turned down what role in Star Trek? to play a character in the original Mission Impossible TV series. He turned down the role. He so he turned down a role in Star to Trek to play the, the 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 guy in the Mission Impossible TV series. Yes. He obviously will. Hmm? He obviously Mm-hmm. Turn down the role of um, King Kong. <laughs> King Kong. Oh, you know, that was my favorite character from Star Trek. Was he in more than one episode of Star Trek, King Kong? Oh, wait. So you're saying he turned down a role in Star Trek to <laughs> yeah. play the dude in Mission Impossible TV series. Okay, so he turned wait, down the role. Where did King Kong come in to play this? <laughs> I don't know. I misunderstood the question. Well, oh, I, I uh, oh. to be honest, I wasn't really listening. But I now, now, now I think I got it. Now I know what our listeners feel like. So he turned down the Star Trek role of mm. Uhura. Oh, you know that would have been very progressive at the time. Also. Right. Considering he was uh, Caucasian, let's get a middle-aged white man to play a middle-aged black woman. Yeah, like on a they, sheet on a like spaceship. They kind of needed more people of color on TV in the '60s, so I don't mm. think that might have been a good decision. But no, actually, Martin Landau turned the role of Spock to play in Mission Impossible. Now, if there's any Trekkers listening, if I'm wrong, please tell me because I, I, I from what my what our crack research team told me, this is correct, but maybe that's not true. But you know what's odd? Let me tell you this, Fias. Mm-hmm. Martin Landau left Mission Impossible, and guess who replaced him? I'm going to go with Gene Wilder. You got it. Leonard Nimoy. Good call. Oh. I'll give you a point for that. And if, uh, Will, and if there are Trekkers listening? Yeah. Nano, nano. <laughs> <laughs> Shazbot. I am Mark from Mark. Gabaza. 
how how could we not how have we not done a, a episode on like cool 70s science fiction tv shows maybe we should just go right into that now let's do it okay we'll save that for next time though okay, okay. anyways the last question is a bonus question i'm not sure why it's a bonus since you only got like half a point so far but... it's really question number six true true all right what is dr no's full name julius no oh how did you know that dude i'm a big big james bond fan here Okay, well, there you go. You got one and a half out of 72 points. In fact, Will, yes, Julius was his middle name. Really? What his was his first name? Doctor. Orange. <laughs> Orange Julius, no. Mm. Correct. All right. This is, again, probably a part of the episode that people have fast-forwarded to, or they've just you know fast-forwarded to see if there's anything worth listening to. But this is the part of the episode that is... One of Fia's strengths, I think, from the uh, the reviews we've gotten for the site, or for the episodes. They, Very mixed. People really love the ice cream flavor or nail polish color or... Uh, uh, yes, yes. Um, um, it, it would be a, a, a lipstick color or Johnny Depp character name. Yes. Oh, you know, it takes me back, Fia. It takes me back to when we started this journey. Doesn't it? <laughs> We're on episode 15 now. Amazing. Wow. Wonder what it'll be like in a year. Hmm. Go ahead with Bond villain or blush color. We're all waiting for the magic. Banana Scaramanga. Doctor Nougat. Ernst Stavro Blueberry Crimson Finger Hervé Villages That was my favorite one. The last one was. Oh, that's my favorite blush color as well. What what uh, what was the Bond film that Hervé Villages was in? That was the, the man with the golden gun starring Peter Sellers's ex-wife, Britt Eklund. Thank you for that, Fias. That was quite engaging. I'm sure I'm going to listen to that numerous times tonight. Um, mm. And listen to it while you're taking a bath. Now we're going to talk about just, you know, again, this is sort of just banter. You know, I think, again, some of the things that people really liked with this podcast initially was the banter, Fias, between you, banter, you banter, and me, yes. and and mm. of course our our mascot, Milky. Ah, oh, Milky. We haven't actually aired any episodes where we talked to Milky yet, have we? No, I don't think so. I haven't Pro- really talked about Milky at all. In no, fact, we really haven't. Um, you probably didn't know I was going to talk about him, but I think probably because of the um, the pending lawsuits, we aren't really allowed to talk about him. So many pending lawsuits. My God, if there are any lawyers out there listening, um, apart from the great L. Fee Bailey, who is my personal counsel, yes, uh, we'd love to uh, you know, uh, have you on and uh, help us out in all these uh, legal difficulties we seem to be so en- many. encumbered with. So many. Now, let me ask you a question. Uh, can you call L. Fee Bailey like 24-7? Like, can you call him? Like, is there like a hotline? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I sent him a text and boom, he oh, is uh, he's at your door. <laughs> at my door. And mm-hmm. he's wanting scotch. I'm so drunk, I can barely see. But it helps me get to another day. 
My stomach is filled with haggis and hat. I've got to go puking some <laughs> Very much so. Yes. He's like Gene Wilder on Star Trek. Oh, man. Remember when Gene Wilder was on that episode of Star Trek where he fought the green chick? Oh, that's my favorite one, actually. Is that the sound? No, that's something else. No, it's do, 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 do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Were they spies? Were the aliens from Close Encounters spies? They were. Listen, man, aliens, all aliens are spies. Even like the aliens, like the xenomorphs in Aliens were spies, too? Sure, they're they're all here to infiltrate and and gather information and take it back to their uh, you know to their uh, planet, uh, yeah, or planet basement. Or, wow, yeah, hey, that's interesting. I'm I'm or just France. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna when I watch those films again, I'm gonna have a a, a new perspective. I'm gonna look at it yes. from their point of view. Yeah, the coneheads will never seem the same. Oh, the coneheads. So, you know, what, other than the James Bond films, Fias, what mm. are some of your favorite non-Bond films? That deal with spies, right? Well, you know, I thought of a couple of films, and both of them have Canadian connections, one oh. of which is Argo, that, uh, oh. speaking of uh, Ben Affleck, I believe he was a part of that. He was, yeah. uh, he starred in that, as well as the great Brian Cranston, who was good enough to give us a little plug a few uh, episodes mm. ago. Yeah. And Argo, of course, is... Um, it revolves around having numerous American diplomats pose as Canadians that are in Iran to make a film. And it's amazing that this, this, this whole thing was concocted just to get these American diplomats out of Iran is a, is a, is a very thrilling, a thrilling ending, you know, on the mm-hmm. plane, you know, there's a lot of uh, creative license, I think taken, right. but um uh, but yeah, it was, a, it was a fantastic movie, Canadian Connection. And another one, uh, Will, that I saw. Now, wait, hold on a second. Before you move on from Argo. Mm. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, of course, you know, Canadian ambassador Ken Taylor was a big hero. And rightfully so, he was played by famous Canadian thespian Victor Garber from London, Ontario. The. Other movie that has a uh, Canadian connection is Alfred Hitchcock's 39 Steps. Have you ever seen this movie? 39 uh, Steps? Many years ago. Well, I only got to about 32 steps. I didn't see all 39 of them. You didn't see, you didn't finish the last seven. No, it was tough. It was tough. Those yeah, last ones the were last the seven. That's, that's the toughest, the last yeah. seven. But uh, mm-hmm. this was a movie that Hitchcock made in 1935. And it essentially, mm. it, it's about this Canadian dude in London who kind of gets mixed up in this web of espionage. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's accused of a um, of murdering a uh, counterintelligence uh, uh, woman or right. intelligence woman or anti counterintelligence woman or <laughs> anti intelligence woman. I don't know. Yes, yeah. And um, and and he flees to Scotland. You know, your your I, people's land. I and uh, and he tries to clear his name, but there's a there's a in the very beginning of the movie, uh, he's in the theater. And there's a person that's up on stage who can like remember things. He has a great mind and he's very good at remembering all sorts of things and Mm -hmm. uh, all nuggets of trivia. And, um, and, and this Canadian dude whose uh, character's name is Richard Hannay. He asks Mr. Memory a question. He, he asks him, how far is Winnipeg from Montreal? Oh, and 
the Mr. Memory guy says, I don't know, it's about, I don't know, 1,424 miles or something. But yes. then he refers to Winnipeg as the third city of Canada. Really? How far is Winnipeg from Montreal? Miss Winnie, sir. How far is Winnipeg from Montreal? Ah, a gentleman from Canada. <laughs> You're welcome, sir. <laughs> Winnipeg, the third city of Canada and the capital of the province of Manitoba. Distance from Montreal, 1,424 miles. Am I right, sir? Quite right. <laughs> yeah, so back then, evidently, Winnipeg was Canada's third largest city back in the early 1900s. But the, but the city... And this is uh, according to uh, a Google search. The city mm. faced financial difficulty when the Panama Canal opened in 1914. And that essentially reduced reliance on Canada's rail system for international trade. And the increase in shipping traffic helped Vancouver to surpass Winnipeg in, uh, you know, as the third, third city of Canada, you know, by World War I, in fact, it was uh, no longer the third city of Canada. So isn't that an interesting little tidbit there? However, Winnipeg is home to Winnie the Pooh, right? Uh, wasn't that where Winnie the Pooh got its name from? It's, uh, it's a sh- uh, it, it comes from, the, from Winnipeg. Something yeah. like that. Or the guy who killed the bear was from Winnipeg. Hop until I stop. Hopping up on top of a pile of leaves that have fallen. Leaves crunch, makes me think of lunch. Lunch that I can munch, munching on a bunch of honey, honey, a sunny in the sky. But you know, Fias, um, one of yeah. my favorite recent spy films is actually a mm-hmm. movie called Spy, and it was on Netflix starring Sasha Baron Cohen, who is, um, you know, a comedic actor. We know him as um, Borat. Yeah, this or, was like a dramatic. Uh, it was very dramatic uh, for him, wasn't it? You know, it was actually I saw a bit of that. Did, oh, well, you should see it all. It's actually it's a true story, and I don't want to give a lot of the plot away, but um, it's a fascinating story. It certainly doesn't have a happy ending. It's not like uh, any. At no point in the film does he say that's a nice. But it's a good film. It's on Netflix, and I believe it's like six parts or something. Don't quote me on that, but uh, it's really a really tough kind of a tough story to watch but it's something that i think uh you know we need to watch and learn about that part of history um you're you're kind of tough to watch too will yeah will hey um hey what's your favorite bond film you know, my favorite Bond film, oddly enough, I would have to say is The Living Daylights because yeah. Miriam Dabo was the main uh, female character in that film. And I actually saw her on a movie set in Vancouver in a wonderful, not so wonderful Canadian film called Tomcat. I think it's like Night Desires with her. And again, one of our favorite actors we've mentioned, Richard Grieco. But anyways, I you know what? I like Timothy Dalton. I, I He mm. was actually one of my my favorites. Most people didn't really like him. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think he got a, a fair shake. You know, Will, I posed the question to some of our guests that we've had on the podcast. 
I asked them. You did? I, where what, was I? Yes. Yeah, I didn't tell you about this. This is this is this is uh, this sprung this on you. Okay. So I asked some of our guests. I asked uh, Brendan O'Connor, the um, the man behind Bungalower.com, who yeah. uh, is a Sault Ste. Marie native who lives here in Orlando. I asked him, mm-hmm. you know, what his favorite spy film of all time was and why. And his response was, "What's the Daniel Craig one with the bathing suit?" <laughs> Oh, the yeah. one where Daniel Craig. So I think he was like, a, yeah, yeah. I think he's referring to Casino Royale when he comes out of the the water and he's all ripped right. and uh, muscly and in that little tiny little bathing suit. You know what? And, we could uh, go back to that earlier topic. We had like guys that you know we you know as heterosexual men we think are you know, yes, yes, handsome. That would be one of them because you know for man. sure. Yeah, Daniel Craig, very much so. And then I uh, posed the question oh. to uh, Andrea Baker, who was on our show last week. Oh. And I texted her and I asked her the same question, what her favorite spy film of all time was and why. And she responded by saying, it's past my bedtime. <laughs> I thought Which uh, I don't him. think is the name of the movie. I thought maybe she'd say, how'd you get my number? <laughs> don't call me up. My friend said you were a bad man. I should have listened to the back then. And now you're trying to hit me up again. I should have asked Dave Bedini what his favorite spy film was. Maybe I will. Yeah. Yeah. He'll probably also say, listen, I was on your show. What more do you want? (laughs) But, you know, speaking (laughs) of Casino Royale, Fias, certainly the... Uh, the Casino Royale from, what, 2017 pales in comparison to our favorite version of Casino Royale, which was the one from, uh, I believe, what was it, 1967? Yeah, I believe so. I don't know how they got the rights to that film and and to make it as they did, but it was certainly a spoof. I mean, you had, what do you have? You had numerous actors of the time playing James Bond. You had David Niven, uh, Peter Sellers. Um, you had, of course, Woody Allen playing Jimmy Bond. That's right. And a lot of other wasn't Woody Allen also the Jimmy Bond character, the arch nemesis in that one. Yes, wasn't he play? He was the bad guy, right? And of course, Peter Sellers playing Evelyn Tremble. Yes, but you're right. There were numerous James Bonds in that, and it was a spoofy, farcy. But man, the soundtrack! Oh my Ooh. gosh, one of the best scenes in that film, which makes no sense, was when um, they're at the castle, and all of a sudden Frankenstein's running around. I'm not quite sure how that happened, but I'm going to watch that film again because you're right. The music in that is just fantastic. Ah, the 60s. James Bond playing at Casino Royale. He won a lot of money and a gal at Casino Royale. He's not really such a wonderful spy, but winning lots of money and a gal, he's a fabulous guy. And it was one of those films from that time where any all the films would end up with just some sort of romp where people getting chased around or, or like, yeah, it would always end in some sort of wacky chase, a car chase of some sort. Something like that. It was like the end to a Benny Hill uh, skit. (laughs) Oh, good times. But you know what? If you are a fan of the recent Casino Rail version, don't expect to watch mm-hmm. this and see anything that looks like it because it's just, it's insane. It's insane, but it's it's good fun. I don't think I drug induced wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Now you were also a fan of the uh, James Coburn Flint films. 
I did like the Flint films. Yeah, I did like those films because, you know, they had like a, a, you know, a sort of comedic element to them. Like, and But James Coburn was, was, a, was like a man's man. Yeah. And then the other one was the Matt Helm movies. Oh, yeah. And the Matt Helm movies were a little more farcical mm-hmm. and funny. And uh, Dean Martin wasn't really like the man's man kind of leading he was character. Drunk. But was he I, think, I think those Austin Powers movies are current, kind of like uh, um, modeled after those Matt right. Helm mil- yeah. films with Dean Martin. I think yeah. so. I, I watched the, um, the Kingsman film. The one from a few years ago. I like that. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Yeah. But, um, mm. you know, I think it'd be, t- it'd be nice if they did some newer spy films that weren't James Bond. And I really honestly will. I really wish they did as that guy, Richie did a sequel to the man from uncle. I mean, the way they ended it off in the first one made it seem like, okay, a sequel's in the works, mm. but nothing. I mean that I just, I, you know, that was such a great, well, movie. they can't do it because army hammer has been canceled because they found out that he eats people. Hey, Mr. Monster, why do you eat people? Well? When I was but a little monster, I never knew the joy of noshing on some tasty humans like little girls and boys. All right, so now we're at the time that we usually get to when it's time. And this week's celebrity fantasy battle is Austin Powers versus the Spy Kids. Now, Fias, um, in preparation for this discussion, did you um watch any of the Spy Kids films? Yes. So oh. let, let me give let me give you my take okay. on this. I uh, started watching Spy Kids, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> so, if these Spy Kids have the ability to induce me into a slumber. And leave me in that very vulnerable state, right. then I'm going to go with them. I don't care who they're fighting. The Spy Kids are going to win. Oh, that's a pretty intricate or a condensed description of, of how you would see this happening. Um, well, we're running short on time. That's that's true. Well, you know what? I would say that in this film, you've got the Spy Kids. Now, the two Spy Kids were Carmen and Juni Cortez. Uh, there was a little bit of a Hispanic flavor to the films, probably because Robert Rodriguez yeah. um, you know, directed the films. And there was a lot of Cheech was in Cheech it. Was in it Antonio Banderas, Danny Trejo. Um, Danny Trejo. You had Alan Cumming and uh, Tony Schlub. And again, of course, you had Bill Paxton as the Dinkster. Somebody ring the Dinkster. I think Fidel Castro. Fidel Castro as the father of the Dinkster. What would happen is you've got, and then you've got Austin Powers. Everybody loves the Austin Powers films. So what would happen is, again, you would have. Austin Powers going up against the Spy Kids. Now, the Spy Kids would say something cute, and then Robert Rodriguez would have one of his really bad CGI, like, robots come in, and and mm. then Austin Powers would, like, just sort of, he would somehow do some sort of super punch and, like, do something rude, where then, mm. the, then the robot would, like, put his hands over his crotch and be like, oh! And then the robot would fall down, and he would crush the Spy Kids, and then it would be over. So I'm taking Austin Powers for the win. You know, Will? Yeah? You're a fat bastard. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. Now, I want to just mention one mm. thing before we finish, Fias, and I'm sure everybody's ready for mm. us to finish. But um, at the time, I think the first Austin Powers was filmed on. I was on a plane, and they were showing the film on the plane, but they thought that the the name of the character, um, I think the one character's name was uh, A Lot of Vagina. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of vagina. A lot of vagina. They actually changed it on the airplane version. They changed it to a lot of clavage. <laughs> yeah, they actually changed it. So it was, <laughs> it was like, and somebody had dubbed over. So when I guess when Austin Powers or somebody introduced the character, it was like, and here is a lot of clavage, and it was just like you could tell that it was dubbed over. But and for that other character, Ivana Hump a lot. Mm-hmm. They changed it to I don't wanna hump a lot. And you know what that is? It's the end of our show. That is. So thanks for listening. And, you know, we've got uh, great episodes coming up soon, unlike this one. (laughs) Hey, Will. 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 Hey, you didn't ask me what my favorite Bond film was. I thought I did. I thought that you said it was um, Gold gold Nuts or whatever. (laughs) Mm -mm. My favorite Bond film isn't Gold Nuts. (laughs) No. It's... Thunderballs. Sorry, Thunderball. Oh. Thunderball. Yeah. Because you know why? why? The, uh, you know, Bond, the Bond ladies. We didn't talk about the Bond ladies no, at all. We but didn't. Wow. Thunderball had a couple of fine Bond ladies. Claudine Auger oh, we... and Luciana Paluzzi. Oh, mamma mia. Now, wasn't Thunderball remade with, um, didn't they remake it? Sean Connery. Yeah, well, he was. Never say never again. He was the original one, but. Oh, yeah, Claudine Auger. There was a lot of great, great characters in those films. But I don't know if you could use Mm -hmm. those names anymore. No. Maybe they'll go the other way and they'll have, like, man villains and it'd be, like, biggest dickest. Richard Branson. (laughs) Richard Branson. Uh, I don't know what else we're going to (laughs) say. Dickie-doo. Again, I was going to say Carrot Top, but that doesn't work. God, I'm sorry. Sorry. Thanks for listening. And visit bagofmilkpodcast.com. Subscribe, like us, please like us, and come back next week. Sorry. Sorry. Nobody does.